The sheriff says that Cuomo won't be arrested. New York City Fire Department protest outside of de Blasio's mansion. The Biden administration is to consider giving nearly a half a million dollars per person to migrants separated at the border. And the Biden administration was temporarily barred from firing employees that seek vaccine exemptions. Uh, but the Biden administration says it will not halt the firing of those employees. We're getting into all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe, and post notifications on every single day. If you can, listen to the full episode of the show, The Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Now, this show right now is banned from posting on YouTube for one week from a misinformation hit. And they also hit my Instagram, which my Instagram is no longer has access to the algorithm. So, as a result of that, I ended up actually creating a Locals. So if you guys do want to support me, support my show, I guess you can go over to Locals and support me there. The link should be in the description. It should be joeysaladinoshow.locals, I, I think, whatever the URL is. Uh, but the link should be down below somewhere. So if you support me, you can go there and support me. Also, if you're watching on Facebook, you become a YouTube supporter if you support me because you never know. One of, one of these things might go down one day. And uh, especially Patreon and locals, I would probably say would be the best place for you guys to support me if you want to help uh, listen to me all day, every day, and just keep you guys updated on everything going on. If you support me, I guess you can do that. Anyway, guys, uh, let's get right into this. So this article says that Cuomo won't be arrested or paraded for cameras after sex crime charge, the sheriff says. The former governor faces a misdemeanor for forcibly touching uh, charges in Albany, uh, Albany County. So, so this, this is, this is the thing. People are saying, I mean, there's like partial justice going on here, but I think it's fake justice going on here. I believe, and I said this from the start, that Cuomo made some back end deal with the Democrats for his exchange of stepping down. He will be granted some form of immunity from, from you know, being arrested for his crimes. And it seems that I was completely correct when I first called that out months ago when he when he originally stepped down. Then I saw, I was like, oh, look, uh, people are posting all over Instagram. Oh, he's going to jail. He's going to be arrested. This is going to be cool. You know, we're going to see him in handcuffs, whatever. I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I feel like there's more to the story. I did some research, did some digging. Not really some digging, just I guess maybe a few hours went by and there was another update in the story. But now let's read. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo won't be arrested or marched in front of cameras after being charged with a misdemeanor sex crime, the Albany County Sheriff said Friday morning. Cuomo was charged with a misdemeanor. It's, like a, it's a misdemeanor. It's going to be like a parking ticket for him. For an alleged incident at the state executive mansion last December, he is due in court November 17th to answer for the charge. The sheriff, Craig Apples uh, Sr., said Cuomo's detractors shouldn't anticipate seeing the former governor in handcuffs. I don't believe there'll be a perp walk or handcuffs. We're not looking to showboat anything. The sheriff said Cuomo would be fingerprinted and photographed when he surrenders. At least that's something. Hopefully we get access to that mugshot, but I think it's also the Democrats trying to save face. You know, they don't want to have one of their top Democrat governors that had to shamefully resign walk off in handcuffs. It makes the party look bad. And we all know how the Democrats are completely above the law. They, they, they have, it's incredible the amount of power the Democrats have, especially in Democrat states. Cuomo's attorney and spokesperson both blasted the charges against the state's 56th governor as politically motivated, with the letter calling the department's filings without notifying the district attorney's office an unprecedented move. The Albany County District Attorney said Thursday night that he had no idea charges would be filed. 
The reality is this is a misdemeanor. If we sat down and talked to my district attorneys about every misdemeanor arrest we've made, David Sullivan would need more staff, and I'll need more staff, uh, the sheriff said. So basically he's saying is we can't arrest everyone with a misdemeanor. But this is this is the governor, you know? <laughs> this, this is someone that's uh, a little bit more high-profile attention where you wouldn't really need to hire more people to handle. People are making it out to be the crime of the century. This is the standard. You know how that camp is, the attack uh, they attack your credibility, they attack everything that they try to just throw you, uh, really occupied Appleson in a, in a response to attacks on Cuomo's team. Why is this guy defending Cuomo? I mean, this was a, this was a massive, a massive political scandal that resulted in him stepping down from his governor position. And, and I'm not even talking about the nursing home stuff. I'm not even getting into that. I mean, this may not have been the crime of the century, but if anything, it's the crime of the year. <laughs> I mean, that's actually probably worse stuff that did go on, but it's up there. It's, it's up there with the most high-profile crimes of the year. The sheriff also found himself facing criticism from the victim's lawyer for not notifying uh, Brittany Commissiono before the charges were filed. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't know if that's a standard that they're supposed to notify before or not. As far as him not getting giving a, getting a heads-up, We've had no contact with him, but we have numerous dozens upon dozens of phone calls with the victim, Apple said. The sheriff added, and he spoke with the victim several times the day the charges were leaked. We didn't want everybody to know exactly what we were doing because we didn't want all the circus and the needless to say the documents. Mm, yeah, he didn't, he didn't want the circus. Yeah, it, it's clear that this guy is, is working with the Democrats. <laughs> Uh, and needless to say, the documents are filed in the police court, and somebody from court leaked the documents immediately. That's the only way we know. It seems to be the only reason why we know is because someone did a leak. How many times does that have to happen when the Democrats do something? The only time we find out about it is from a leak. So this was a video of looks like hundreds, possibly over a thousand um, city workers, looks like FDNY employees gather outside of Gracie's mansion, the home of Mayor Bill de Blasio for a protest against the mandates and they chant, let's go Brandon. There's another video. I'm going to play this other video for you guys right now. Um, I'll just describe it since it doesn't sound like there's much audio going on. Just a, a view of, I guess, a relatively large, large crowd. Uh, I'll be honest, in this photo, doesn't look as big as the other one. Uh, it seems to be just one block's worth of people. This one, it does seem like a lot more. You can kind of see it more of a, of a sea of a crowd. But let's read. Let's read. New York City firefighters. And this is the thing is, and I say it all the time. Whenever I see people protesting in Democrat states or Democrat cities, just I, I say it. I'm, I'll say it again. Just because there's a few hundred people out there or a few dozen people out there, does, is not indicative that the city is fed up and the city is going to go red. Out of the millions of people who are voting blue, uh, out of the millions of people who vote in that state, there's only a few hundred people showing up. When you're down by what millions of votes, a few hundred people show up. Those people were voting red to begin with. Uh, so that's the point I'm trying to make. But, 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 when it's, in my opinion, when it's NYPD protesting, FDNY protesting, city workers protesting, people who are contributing to the city's infrastructure, when it's them protesting, I would have to say each person there, you'd have to times by like 10 to 100. So if the 100 people show up, you times it by 10, 
it might as well be 1,000 people there or or 10,000 people there because these people, maybe even more to be honest with you, because if you have every FDNY employee show up to protest, it's still a relatively small number compared to the city's voting population. But the thing is, they control, they don't control, they contribute a lot to the infrastructure of the city. So their protest is worth, I would probably say, 100 to 1,000x more than just regular people protesting. And I think that's very, impo very important to note because if a mayor sees 1,000 everyday people protesting, eh, who gives a shit about you? But if the mayor sees 1,000 uh, police, I mean, they don't even care about the police anymore. If they see FDNY protesting, if they see sanitation protesting, if they see everybody that's contributed to the infrastructure, they're going to be like, holy crap. Holy crap, hold on. Wait, like, at the very least, I mean, Democrats, it seems like they don't care if their infrastructure crumbles. It just seems to be what they've been doing for the longest time. But I think you guys kind of get what I'm saying. Um, if, if they're a good mayor, if they're a good governor, they would be like, okay, we can't have our infrastructure collapse because of these things. Uh, as you can see, their infrastructure, our infrastructure would collapse. So let's not do that. Um, anyone with a half a brain would be able to do that. But these people have probably a quarter brain, a little peanut in there. So New York City Fire Department gathered outside Gracie's Mansion home in May de Blasio Thursday to protest the vaccine mandate. The protest started around 11 a.m. and the crowds were filled with FDNY teachers, sanitation workers, and EMS. People were chanting, let's go Brandon, as they held up sides, FDNY mandate. I'm very angry and we will not comply. The mandate Bill de Blasio put into place will require all first responders in New York City to be vaccinated with at least the first dose at 5 p.m. on Friday, October 29th. If they choose not to get the shot, they will be able to put on unpaid leave on Monday. City officials reported that approximately 75% of the NYPD and 68% of the FDNY have been vaccinated against COVID-19. One unnamed FDNY officer told Fox News, we worked through the pandemic. Many of us got sick at the time. There was uh, there were no vacations. We put our families at risk. We put ourselves at risk. He said, there's no reason we should get the shot. I bet you that some people who did get the vaccine are probably even still at this protest for their, for their fellow brothers. Um, Many are afraid of the consequences the mandate will have on the city. The UFA president uh, claimed they will be closing firehouses. If you don't have enough firefighters to staff them, that's absolutely what's going to happen if you send 30% of the fire department home. Now, this, the, um, the mayor should really avoid upcoming catastrophe. is really absurd and unnecessary. There's a shortage of the first responders at DNY staff. 20% fewer ambulances will be able to run calls and 20% fewer fire companies will be available. Now, this is a problem, I think, that a lot of people in law enforcement, I guess, fire departments and medical staff and teachers have. I think what they, I think one problem that they have is, I'll say, I'll just use the fire department as an example. Uh, if, if a firehouse closes because they don't want to get the vaccine and then a fire breaks out, those fire departments, those people who quit because they didn't want to get the vaccine are going to feel incredibly guilty. For the, for the most part, when people enter these positions, or I, I believe a lot of them, maybe not all of them, are doing it because they want to actually help people. They actually want to do something positive. So if they're quitting over a vaccine, I think they'll feel a lot of personal guilt that they left the city, they left people in situations, innocent people in situations where they could eventually die because they didn't want to take the vaccine. And I think that they're, and I honestly, I would not blame, and I know a lot of people listening to this might disagree. They'll be like, well, you can't give up no matter what. I can't, I will not be able to blame any police officer or fire department for getting the vaccine simply because they don't want innocent people to suffer as a result of the mayor. 
if the main, I'm just running through the examples right now, okay? This is, is a thought that, you know, I like to promote thinking on my podcast, on my show. If you're in a situation, if you're in a scenario where your mayor says everyone needs to get the vaccine or else you're fired, and then um, FDNY, let's just say in a scenario where they don't get the vaccine, and let's just say in a scenario where half of them quit. Now, all of a sudden, massive fires start breaking out, and they're not there to help it. And all of a sudden, 100 people die as a result of no firemen being there. Innocent people who had nothing to do with the mayor's decision and nothing to do with anything are now dead because the fire department quit because the mayor kind of forced them to quit. And I think, uh, I think the fire, a lot of the firemen would be like, I don't want people to die because of the mayor's decision. So I'm just going to get the vaccine because I don't, I don't want to see other people get hurt due to the mayor's decision that would lead to me quitting because I, I really don't want to get this. I, and I think, honestly, I cannot get mad at those people. I think it's very noble, their decision and their thought process, as long as they're all able to still fight against it as much as they can. Uh, but I really can't blame them. I, I cannot blame them. And, and that I'm, I'm probably never going to be put in that position in that type of scenario, but who am I to judge a fire department uh, or a fireman's decision to get vaccinated simply because they want to save people or even provide for their family in, in these in these times, in these times of economic hardships? I mean, can't, it's difficult for me to blame people's personal decisions um, that, if, that, that affect other people other than themselves. Do you want to be able to provide properly for your family? I mean, it, it's like in the movie, uh, what, is it, um, what is it called? The Patriot, the one with Mel Gibson about um, the revolution, the Revolutionary War, where he, where he was basically, I mean, he had a point, and that's the reason why they had the scene in the movie where they were deciding going to war with Britain and, and doing a revolution, and he's like, where do you think that this is all going to be fought? This is going to be, who do you think is going to be fighting this war? And I don't know exactly what, he, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's like, it's going to be fought on our land. It's going to be fought on our farms, and our kids are going to be sent off to fight this war, and they're going to die, whatever. He's like, we can just keep our way of life um, and not go through this incredible hardship. And, and that's the thing is, the, the, point, the point of that scene in that movie is he's got a point. He's got a point. I remember watching that. I was like, well, I mean, he, he kind of does have a point. I mean, especially if you have a lot to lose. Um, but he ended up ended up fighting because, you know, his back was against the wall. And when your back's against the wall, you know, you're, you're going to fight. You're not going to. He didn't bend the knee to the enemy. He, he realized, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. He, he was left with no other options. And I, didn't think, I think there's a lesson to be learned, um, honestly, from, from that movie and the way it was written. I'm, I'm a, I like movies. I watch a lot of movies, and I overanalyze them a lot. Um, but anyway, I think you guys kind of get what I'm saying for the most part. I mean, maybe I didn't say everything properly, and there might be a little hole in what I just said, but I think for the most part, it pretty much stands. The Biden administration is considering giving $450,000 per person to the immigrants separated at the border. This is per person, so I wonder if this would be like a million dollars for a family. There are still 1.7 thousand children who have not been reunited with their families since they've been separated under the Trump administration's zero tolerance policy. This is obviously an article by The Hill. Uh, maybe they're not being uh, brought to their parents because their parents just set them off with some coyotes to just go throw them up into America. So maybe that's why. Maybe their parents are completely gone. So let's read. The federal government 
could give uh, migrant families separated the U.S. border close to $1 million. Discussions are ongoing and would be a part of a settlement package for multiple lawsuits the federal government is facing. The Office of the Inspector General previously found that the Trump uh, administration and Department of Justice unprepared to manage the implemented of a zero-tolerance policy. I love how Biden's president, and whenever you read these leftist articles, it's always Trump's fault. It's Trump's problem. All these problems that are happening at the border right now, that, that, that was because of Trump. Yeah, okay. The Biden administration could pay up to $1 billion to migrant families that were separated at the U.S. border during the Trump administration. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Department of Justice, Homeland Security, and Health and Human Services could end up paying close to $1 million. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Discussions of the payout have been taking place over the course of the past few months uh, between lawyers representing uh, migrant families and are suing the federal government and the government's uh, only lawyers, according to the journal. Some government lawyers apparently viewed the payout amount as extensive. Imagine that. I mean, this is why some lawyers are scumbags and evil. They, they, and they, they, they do this a lot. One of the things that they do is they'll literally get illegal immigrants that work for small businesses and, be, and get them to sue the small businesses for, I guess, unpaid hours over the years. Um, lawyers, at the end of the day, most of them, not most of them, there's a lot of lawyers out there that are scumbags, and they and they're wor- they work with ele- illegals. I mean, imagine that. Lawyers working with illegals who are not supposed to be in this country to sue people in this country. It's, ab- it's ob- absolutely insane. And when you're in a Democrat state, in a Democrat city, or even a country controlled by the Democrats— you know, you got a good case because, because hey, you're, you just you just have a good case because it seems like the Democrats are giving handouts to illegals. The Homeland Security officer in civil rights and civil liberties during the Obama administration told the Journal, "Damage class action has been uh, kind of a case and pretty rare." I mean, here's the thing: Trump says, "Don't come here. You're not allowed to come here. We're going to send you back." They come here, and then they send their kids here. Your kid's got nowhere to go. And then lawyers are like, we're going to sue Trump for what they did to you. Bro, we told you not to come. Like, get the heck out of here. The American Civil um, ACLU is representing multiple families in the lawsuit over the Trump administration's zero tolerance pol- policy. In January, it issued a statement urging the incoming Biden administration to act quickly on the issue. The incoming administration must reunite the separated families of the United States, but we cannot stop there. These families deserve citizenship, resources, care, and commitment that family separation will never happen again really really they don't they don't these families don't deserve anything to be completely honest with you they don't deserve they deserve nothing the Biden administration created a task force on the reunification of families in the latest progress report released in in September confirmed that the unified 50 children separated from their parents and provided access to health services according Another 2,000 children have been reunified through the court order and from the efforts of the non-governmental organizations. However, the same report confirmed that 1,700 have not yet been reunited with their families, accounting for 33% of all those identified as separated by the parents by the Homeland Security Department under the Trump administration's zero tolerance policy. I mean, that's the thing is. That's the thing is. This is where the lie is, and they they constantly try to keep saying this. This is where the brainwashing comes in. They, they would say, children separated at border due to, because of, Trump's administration's zero-tolerance policy. So they're trying to equate this, that, that kids and families are, com- saying like, completely being ripped apart. When as the reality of it is, 
these children are being taken from people who aren't even their family. And what this does is this tries to brainwash the normie people in the world, in the country, the Democrats, into saying is like, Biden took this child away from this parent. Uh, Trump took this child away from this parent and separated them and put them in two different places. Now they can't reunite them or they're not letting them be reunited or they're not letting them come together. And that's not the reality of it is. Okay, it's not the reality at all. Reality is this kid is coming here with this stranger, this coyote, this criminal, and this kid now has nowhere to go because this person is a criminal that, that borderline kidnapped them to bring them across the country. Where's their parents? How are we going to find them? They're somewhere in Mexico somewhere. Nobody really knows. That's the problem. That's why it's hard to reunite them because no one knows who these kids' parents are because they weren't separated from them. Their parents separated them from themselves at the end of the day. So the Biden administration temporarily barred from firing employees seeking vaccine exemptions. D.C. judge issued uh, issues minute order. Now, this headline was then later changed by Fox News to Biden administration says it will not halt the firing of employees seeking vaccine exemptions before the D.C. court ruling. Now, I'm very curious to, to know. I, I want to find out why this headline was changed from D.C. judge said that they can't do that to Biden says, oh, who cares? We're just going to do it anyway. Let's read. The attorney of the plaintiffs said that Biden administration has shown an unprecedented uh, attitude towards the rule of law. Uh, D.C. District Court judge issued a minute order Thursday asking the Biden administration to agree that both civilians and active duty military uh, paintlifts will not be terminated while they await a ruling after being sued the administration of religious exemptions for COVID-19 vaccinations. None of the civilian employee paintlifts uh, will be subjected to discipline, dis discipline while his or her request for a religious exemption is pending. So the judge basically ruled you can't fire them while their religious exemption is pending for the vaccine. And if I had to guess, I don't, I, the, the Democrats clearly just ignore everything. Uh, the Biden administration, which had until noon on Friday to respond, said in the filing that it will not agree to halt the discipline and termination of any employees in the process of seeking religious exemption to the vaccine pending the court's ruling on a temporary restraining order, TRO motion. So who cares what the courts say? We're just going to do what we want anyway. And they did this the same exact thing when it came to the lockdowns, when it went state by state. They would just ignore that the, the judges would say, well, you, you can't do that. Like, where is this system of checks and balances? Is the panelist burdened to demonstrate um, impending irreparable harm, but panelists offer nothing beyond speculation to suggest that the religious exemptions request will be denied and that they will be disciplined at all, much less the first day of such discipline theoretically possible, wrote the Biden administration its filing on Friday. So the, the Biden administration just didn't like the ruling by the court. So they're just like, yeah, well, we don't like it. And we don't think it's right. It doesn't matter what they ruled. We're just going to do what we want. So the judge on Thursday also asked the administration to agree that active duty military bandits, uh, whose religious exemptions requests have been denied not be disciplined or separated during the pendency of their appeals. The judge further ordered the defendants of the Biden administration to file a supplemental notice by noon on Friday that indicates whether they will agree on the plaintiff's discipline of turning. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. 
20 of them. Uh, okay. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty much about it. Um, just more of the Democrats living above the law. What else do we expect? What else do we expect from this administration? The administration didn't like the ruling, so they just declare their own statement and declare their own ruling, and they're just going to do what they want anyway. Uh, the lawsuit is the latest administration faces amid growing claims that the vaccine mandates are unconstitutional. It doesn't even matter if the Supreme Court rules are unconstitutional anymore. It, doesn't, it wouldn't even matter because the Biden administration will still do it. The court order came the same day that DeSantis announced that his state filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration over the vaccine mandates for federal contractors. Um, yeah. I'll keep you guys updated on this, clearly. You can go listen to the flips of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, on all the podcast apps. Go there right now and listen. If you support me, if you support the show, if you're watching on Facebook, click the support button on Facebook. If you're watching on Rumble, uh, you're not watching on YouTube. I know that because we're, we're suspended for a week on YouTube. But if you're watching on anywhere else or listening anywhere else, you can support me on Patreon if you want to support me. You can support me on Locals if you want to support me. Link should be in the description somewhere. So if you can do that, hey, you just got to click some buttons. That's all you got to do to help me out. Thank you guys so much for watching. Listen, peace out.